What's up, everyone? It's Tweak or Gavin. What up? What up? It's Charles or Chuck. Thank God Marcus wasn't here for that one. His head was spun around. <laughs> he wouldn't have been. Re- I wasn't ready for it. What's up, everyone? It's Hazard Matt, and we got a very special guest today. Summit hopeful, of course. One of the best. I would say the best wolf in the world. What up, Jude? What up, Jackal? What's happening? Hello, everybody. Hi. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Speaking of speaking of summit, I think we're going to talk about summit a little bit today. Maybe a little level up expo. Yeah. Mm-hmm, Into mm-hmm. the pod, talk about who we want to see at summit, aka Jude, of course, uh, and talk about you know what else is going on. How's everyone doing? We do a little around the horn here. Jude, how are you doing? You're our guest. We'll talk to you first. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, I got a lot of things coming up, obviously, with summit campaigning and everything, and a few majors on the horizon so just sort of getting ready for what's to come busy time Gavin, what's up i'm uh going to level up expo this weekend and i i've been practicing really hard uh kind of in a different way um and i've also been balancing three characters which is usually more than than what i'm used to but i'm feeling good about it i feel like i have a lot of game plans i have a lot of game plans for when i'm actually at the tournament i've been streaming and practicing and uh just really like working hard but in a slightly different way so i'm feeling good but i'm also a little nervous because of you know i don't i'm putting so much effort into slightly different things and you know playing wario sometimes ends up hurting me (laughs) it always ends up hurting you yeah but that winter skin is too sick oh yeah the wario man skins too yeah, true, true. Chuck, what's going on, man? How you been? Uh, good, good. I'm also preparing for level up this weekend. Uh, looks like it's going to be a really fun tournament in terms of how stacked it is. Uh, last, I went to level up at Expo last year, and it definitely wasn't as stacked. I believe Grand Finals was Sen versus Sonics, and that was when Sonics was still kind of like on the come up. You know, I think Sonics will may be making a return as well. So we have a in terms of the top three seeds off the top of my head, we have. Uh, tweak light sonics not in any specific order or whatnot but uh but yeah i mean just those top three seeds are already pretty insane right and then also on top of that a lot of the west coast talent like comes out as well like send etc like california um void will be going out as well mars will be oh, nice. going yeah Void's so competing, i mean eating right he's not just yeah. chilling void is, is cosmos competing. going I feel There's, like Cosmos is going. Cosmos is going, yes. There's uh, no like surprise multiverses expo. We're gonna see Void playing Sheik, <laughs> right? Like this yes. is happening. Yeah, yeah. Void will be competing with Sheik. Uh he he was working a lot on Joker. He actually wanted to go a lot of Joker at Genesis, and oh. he just got a Sheik bracket and he was like, When does that happen? When do, when do I get a Sheik bracket? But he ended up getting a Sheik bracket at uh Genesis. What the hell then... does that mean? Sheik's a great character. What the hell is he talking about? Well, like characters that he would rather go Sheik over joker like i think we all can agree that joker's better than chic right <laughs> yeah no i've been seeing oh, I've been there seeing was a jab nah. all week what the hell nah jab down tilt loop <laughs> yeah yeah i mean he's, he's been, been labbing 20 out. now yeah he's he's uh <laughs> been labbing out a bunch of new jab confirms uh it's really really strong the the concept is you have a lot of frame advantage after hitting there's three different hitboxes of jab one so there's a close-up hitbox. If you hit someone airborne, then you have a good amount of frame advantage, and it also positions them to get followed up by tipper down tilt. Uh, it's like a frame one or two link, but the thing about making it a frame one or two link is if he's not confident in going for the down tilt, he can just go for dash grab, and you can't spot dodge. 
or or actually i think you can spot dodge but you can spot dodge but it does it it, it becomes a mix-up right where it's like are you are you confident that he's gonna go for the down tilt because if that's the case you hold shield but if not then you know what i mean so because even if you go for a spot dodge you're not going to spot dodge the down tilt because it has two frames of startup right you're actually making the down tilt easier for him to confirm into if you buffer spot dodge so it's like if if perfectly executed it's guaranteed and even if not perfectly executed it's still a good rps situation after jab one and you set up the jab one after drag down up here so you get a free airborne jab one after the drag down up here and obviously Sheik has a ton of stuff to set up into the drag more drag down up air and then when you down tilt down tilt like way better than forward tilt in terms of just like when you get tipper down tilt you can still di out but there's still percentages where she can connect a rising up air into yeah. a drag down up air even if you di out on tipper down tilt so that's the basis of the jab loops that void has been implementing and my goodness, you can go on his Twitter. There's so many clips of him just jamming so many different characters. Yeah. It's funny. He said like the heavies are, it's harder to do that on the heavies. It's really weird. So it, it, it's funny because some people will be like, oh, you're doing it on Charizard or whatever. He's like, well, actually it's harder to do on Charizard and <laughs> it's, stuff yeah. like that. That's rough because uh, Sheik barely has any combos on heavies anyway. So it sucks. Yeah, that's really that's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> that's Damn. probably because like uh, they take less hits done from like the drag down. So it just makes it yep. tighter. Yep. Nice. Dude, I was going to say, too, uh, so all three of you are going to level up Expo, uh, which yeah. is super dope. I, Dude, I haven't had tournament FOMO in a minute, but it's been hitting me pretty hard this week with level up, especially because <laughs> it's in Vegas, which is obviously a good time. But I also yeah. have um, family in Vegas, so I'm really bummed I'm not going, but I'm going to have a good time watching from home. So I don't know if brackets are out or anything, but is there anything you guys are looking forward to, especially Jude? What are you, what are you looking forward to in level up Expo? Um, I mean, so it's two things. One, like, I did fine at Genesis, but like it's still kind of lukewarm so i kind of want to bounce back from that a little bit and then also collision is coming up in like a few weeks afterwards so i just want to make sure i'm as ready as possible for that so i just want to make sure i'm practicing well throughout the weekend and hopefully obviously compete at a high level so that's the main thing i'm going yeah. in, like thinking about going into it first thing zachary and i are gonna have to stand strong Sheik is the best no i'm just kidding um <laughs> <laughs> you picking a pit what the heck <laughs> Oh, okay, my, oh, wait, pit is, my pit is very good. I promise. Y'all will <laughs> never see it, but it y'all have to trust me. My pit is very solid. Okay, when I, was, when I was first playing Joker, uh, I, we played like one like 3 a.m. friendly in Joker vs. Pit, and he kept Orbitars like just spamming it all the time, and I couldn't hit him, and I lost, and I'm like, I'm never playing this character again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> see, I oh, was broken. You. Dude, my whole YouTube feed was just Pit with like like Craigasm or like, you know, like, oh, <laughs> like this is crazy. Like, Pit? Is this character underrated? No, obviously Dude, he like He like down tilt up air, and I'm like, this looks like something that you've been doing for like te like throughout multiple yeah. Smash games. Like, did he come down tilt up Smash? <laughs> That's, true. That's true. I did want to talk about the fact that Jude's going to level up Expo. What's funny about seeing Jackal at major events is he's like world-class player, world-class ranked, best wolf in the world. But I saw him at Genesis a few weeks ago, and I'm like, oh, my friend Jude is here. Like, it's like, <laughs> it shouldn't be a surprise to see Jude competing at, like, you know, across all the different tournaments, but he just doesn't get to, to go to as much as he would like to, obviously. So I'm really, really happy you're going to Level Up Expo, and I also feel like that should transition into the whole Summit campaign, because mm -hmm. I feel like it'd be such a great opportunity for you to really get the ball rolling 
And like you said, like you want to practice, you want to travel, you want to compete. And I feel like, you know, it would be such a perfect uh, experience for you. And it's funny because you're ranked so high. And like I said, I'll see you at a, I'll see you at a tournament. I'm like, oh, snap. My, my friend, my friend from New Jersey's here, even though he's like, yeah. oh, like a world-class competitor, like I said. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's just because I was like landlocked on the East Coast for so long. So yeah. it was just, you know, basically the only people that knew were people that paid attention to Platinum Star Smash and, uh, you know, my friends. <laughs> yeah, you were like pretty limited to like, you know, East Coast stuff and maybe even um, a smaller portion. Which is it not a such a bad place to no, be. No, no, no. You know what I mean? True. But you do now, eventually. Nowadays, no. Yeah. 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 And, dude. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah. And in general, Jackal, it's, uh, I think. This obviously the podcast will like bring you on today. I think it's a great opportunity for you to share some of your experiences for people who don't really know a ton about you, aside from maybe this guy is a nasty wolf, like he's a highly ranked player and stuff. Why don't you tell us a little bit, like, what are your favorite tournament results or your favorite W's? Like, tell us a little bit about your your journey so far. Your breakout. Why, yeah, why people should um, vote for you for some. I mean, I, easily the sell for me is that you got like the fucking sickest wolf of all time. <laughs> like you and Charlie, like right there for me. You know what I'm saying? Like you, one of the sickest you. wolves of all time. You also play uh a very very good neutral like there's so much to break down in your gameplay when you're playing kind of this back and forth neutral so why don't you break it down for us and tell us your favorite stuff about your gameplay and some of your favorite w's you've gotten uh over your time um, in ultimate so if i want to start with like my gameplay and like like my mindset about playing and everything like that it tends to be um it's a very neutral focus uh especially until recently my mindset going into tournaments is like i i wanted to uh keep things as simple on my hands as possible because i never had too much like confidence in my execution so i decided that the main way i was going to try to build a gap between me and other players was just having a better neutral than them um and then obviously as, like at, at this point one with the meta advancing you sort of need to start optimizing and two like i've been playing for long enough that it's not really a concern anymore but i think that sort of um like really like sticking to the books like you know making sure that i'm like laying the foundation um really well as time goes on i think it helped me uh especially like the more I travel, the more I compete against like weird players or weird uh, matchups. Um, I, I think that has paid off for me and very well. But as far as my results, um, I'd say like my, the, the ultimate tournament where people fi- probably found out, but found out about me the most was uh, SmashCon Fall Fest because um, in ultimate, I had no top base. I had like a few nines here and there, but they were one, I was playing all off stream because I was starting losers pretty early and two, you know, it was still like, it was like at glitch or like some East Coast stuff. Um, but that was where like, you know, I beat the buzz for the first time in my, like I've been playing the buzz for five years and I didn't take a set <laughs> until then. Uh, <laughs> and then I beat Light, who I had beaten um, as soon as quarantine um, was over. At a, it was this like uh, Tri-State slash East Coast Invitational called Momentous. I beat him there, but it, it was like the first tournament back. Like it was whatever. That was the first time I beat him where I feel like he was really playing like in form. I mean, he won the tournament, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, he was just, like, a huge bracket demon for me in Smash 4 and early Ultimate. Like, I had... I was down probably, like, nine or ten sets to him. Uh, yeah, DeBuzz and Light are two people you're familiar with, for sure. Yeah. And then, after that, like, I'd say the one I'm definitely most proud of is uh, Double Down last year. It was my first top eight once PGR started back up, or, like, old rank, everything. But, uh... The main thing is I, I lost really early to T3 Dom 
And then I won, I think, like six or seven sets and losers would be like Riddles, um, Nico the Cloud from Texas, uh, Bloom Forever, Paulo Kage, like right as he was starting to come up really hard as well. And then, so yeah, like just getting top eight there, taking the buzz to game five, all that really uh, gave me confidence going forward, especially throughout the rest of the year where I, I think, performed very well. I top eighted a lot of the majors I attended and ended up, I'm 25th in ult rank, I think. So... Yeah, I feel well, like it just like, kicked off a lot of things for me. One thing that I think is funny about you is because a lot of people would put you in that same class as like Apollo Kage, like new like new rising kind of ultimate yeah. stars. Like, bro, that is not fucking true. Like, if you remember, <laughs> Mash 4, this guy top 8 at Shine. You were like one of the few DL non-DLC players to top 8 Shine uh, in the last Smash 4 event at Shine, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so I think it, it was, was the like last one of the last yeah. three Smash 4 events in general. It was like that, uh, I think, Momocon that year. And then I think there was yep. a, a DreamHack. But, yeah, yeah. yeah, I top into that tournament beating like Leo and Void. Um, yep. And that was like when at, I was completely unknown before that. I'm like maybe like 200 followers on Twitter. <laughs> right. uh, but yeah, because I just like went to New Jersey locals and just grinded at home. Yeah. It's a grind right there, man. Paid <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah, so- Sonic main in Smash 4, but switched over. Charles, we're right. trying to get people to vote for him. Don't bring that up. <laughs> That's the W's. Come on. I was, I was Leo, cool. Go back, go back and yeah, vote. You, that was cool. Green Sonic, green Sonic, right? Yeah, Sonic was cool in Smash 4. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really old he wasn't, but I was. Yeah. All the older <laughs> kids don't know. They don't know. Sorry, you play Wolf now. It's all good. Show me back, though, Downering Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Production, do it. <laughs> Show the spikes. Spikes are cool. Yeah, spikes. Spikes are cool. <laughs> Meteor Smash. Yeah. I I guess I kind of wanted to mention just kind of similar to you talking about some of the tournaments you went to that were really good experiences for you, but at the same time you're also playing people you've played a million times. Like I feel like the more <laughs> you get out there and go to tournaments that like especially like West Coast type stuff would be probably the easiest example. You know that that experience could accelerate your growth so much because you're not playing light or debuzz for the 100th time, or or you're not playing with me for the 100th time. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's like multiple top players. I like, I've never played Leo, I've never played Cola. Yeah. Um, I've played if like Mutes. I've no, uh, I have one tournament set within like it was the less we moves right before um quarantine. Just like a lot of like zero set counts so like only played once like in 2019 yeah um, so that would be exciting and also just like i feel like i'm somebody that people will see at tournaments a lot but i don't i haven't been streaming that often and then yeah people just don't know really who i am at all so i feel like get being able to like show my personality a little bit and uh interact with in like the summit style like on the couch and everything could be a really cool experience for me and i think people would enjoy it yeah that would be fantastic i i, I would be very happy to see you there of course Especially because um, I feel like, you know, a lot of the top players you're more experienced with and you practice with or whatever, like, you know, we know you better and we know your gameplay better than most people too. And I feel like there's like, like two sides. There's the people that just, you know, know you're really good and that's about it. And then there's the people that, are, you know, you extensively and like, you know, we can vouch for you. And it would be cool that, that you could, if you could get an experience at Summit or or whatever but yeah like we've been i would label you and i as practice partners how long would you would you say actually have we been playing yeah like how um, long would you 
if you consider us practice partners first off it's kind of like a a label i've used for us for a while but yeah i mean well especially (laughs) like over quarantine i was over your you have a chair in your living room that was (laughs) that was my chair for yeah it was jude wouldn't even be here and b and i would refer to it as oh yeah like like oh the cat is on jude's chair or something (laughs) yeah i mean we we, we've been like we've been friends since you came back to jersey um so and that was in what like 2019 ish no not uh, like yeah around 2019 i think um and then we did we we would play here and there um at your like old apartment but i don't think we became like really practice partners until probably the last like six months of quarantine because that's when i was starting to start playing again i was mostly retired for all of wi-fi um (laughs) and then yeah and then um and like that continued into like all of 2020 so i at this point, we don't play as much, but I would definitely still stay our practice partners. Especially yeah, I feel like for me, it's really easy to throw the phrase around because I actually surprisingly don't play offline Smash very much. Only you, and like <laughs> I said, you don't you don't even come over super often. But I've always been like a Wi-Fi practicer and stuff like that. So it, it's been really helpful to for to have like some offline practice once in a while, especially against um, someone as good as you. But yeah, I would like like it would I would really love to watch you sit down and play some of these players you haven't played with before. Kind of as like a like oh, y'all don't know the pain of of fighting Jackal, you know what I mean? Like I want to see other people experience it cuz I know it will be Bro. it will be very difficult for them. Having, <laughs> having you there too, dude. When you guys get going, holy shit. Like just the, the back and forth is like it's like fucking painful sometimes. Like you each other the yeah. trash talk fucking real chat is what i gotta say <laughs> you gotta get we get jackal on the couch at summit he and and he starts talking he's talking he's watching characters he doesn't like oh my it's God. gonna be a good time <laughs> it will be a good time say. absolutely let me, man let me and gavin comment to a light set as long as <laughs> oh my God. i was thinking fox and rob too let's, let's create some merch for it too like just like <laughs> I have like a mug and a hat. Number one fox hater, like just <laughs> clock. Dude, that I, I have like a little. I have a little suitcase, just like clocking in for work. <laughs> yeah, and also as far as like uh like back and forth, there's I have like just like stories. Uh, there was one time where we I had gotten to his house around like four or five, and we had finished playing that day at five or six a.m. And like by the time it was done, like no words, like just just oh like, yeah. Th- game ends start like no words for multiple hours like it's just just angry well there's like layers to it there's like the like the hey how's it going let's play you know laughing playing a few games maybe a little salt starts to appear you know the air gets a little you know tense he recovers with no jump after i hit him out of his barrels from the corner of the screen and i i three i just LOA start out of the game and unplug my controller (laughs) yeah after a few hours it ends up just being silence (laughs) <laughs> or like and if there is like shit talk it's like one word it's just like like just one phrase is like fuck you <laughs> like do you think that's reasonable do you think that next game, game? <laughs> yeah i love when you ask each other like that like oh that's, that's you think that's cool that diddy can recover from that far away do you think it's cool it's like, uh, do you think you're good like do you think you're talented? do you think you're good yeah there, that one there, comes there's up a, a few situations that are like reappear right like there's patterns and sometimes it gets to the point where if like one of us does something it'll be like before the complaint can happen the other person goes don't say anything <laughs> like, so like 
it's like you're just attacking it at the source and it ends up just being silence <laughs> the big thing was wolf hurtbox shifting so when i would like duck under a banana or something i would sh- like don't oh don't, yeah don't talk about it <laughs> yeah especially if something happened previously that was messed up or like if, if i did something like whack like if you do something it's like oh we're even now like don't say anything like you, you're not allowed to <laughs> bro yeah so speaking of summit i nominations close uh tomorrow if we wanted to look at that i think you're sitting pretty good because it's it's 20 players get nominated in right yeah, yeah, think, six, yeah. <laughs> you're you're 12th right now sitting around 1800 noms which is pretty good noms. uh i don't know but dude you never know with summit and we were saying yeah, it before we went live i was thing. like well noms are a little more locked in or a little harder to like they're a little more solid, right? Like you hardly see a huge shift in nominations at the last second. Like people don't hold on to them. You kind of just use well, them. It's not just that the way the nominations work. It's like one per Twitter account. So unless you're, mm-hmm. unless you're really dedicated, uh, <laughs> you, you aren't. Uh, yeah, like you can't just you can't spend money on nominations, right? So. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's more. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's more of a consistent. Like all right, if you're pretty far in the lead, you're probably going to be fine going into the last day. But the look at this lineup, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, so in the lead, though, so currently you're in 12th with 8, 1,800, which is nice. Second place is uh, Yumeki with 4,200. And then uh, third is Asimo, who I also love. Hope he makes it in as well, uh, with mm-hmm. just under 4K. But the leader right now is uh, Nader Yu with 8.3K nominations, which is twice as much as the person in second place. Which, yeah. for those who don't remember, is the Pichu who took a set off of Cola, right? Mm-hmm. From France? Yeah, yeah, at uh, Genesis. That- I'm pretty that's, sure there's a couple other wins too. That is, um, bro. That's the insane thing about Ultimate uh, Summits is EU really, really shows up like really, yeah. really hard. Like the the competition is wild. Japan really, really seems to be showing up now as well with Yumeki and Asimo in second. Dude, top five. Only one person from NA is in top five. It's France in first, two from Japan, and then uh, England in th- in fourth. So, mm-hmm. man, I'm saying this game is competitive. But then you got Void and Shattuck coming up sixth and fifth. So, yeah, it's a uh, with the especially when it comes down to summit time. A lot of the more like uh, regions that have a harder time getting to any tournaments, stuff like that, they yeah. end up showing up like like especially like Europe. Um, I mean, it's a continent. Like they they they're <laughs> they're going to show up as a force to get their boy in because I mean like like these players have shown that they they have the talent. Yeah. So it's just a matter of like getting them the opportunity, and they want that for uh you know for their guys so yeah and you know, dude it is i hate to say it in commentary where it's like it's all about who wants it more but in some it actually is because it's like yeah. who really like truly it's if you want it more people will you know how hard do you campaign how much money do people literally give to you for what you're about <laughs> to put out there right and so i feel like it gives that is one thing i love about some is it does give opportunity to those regions who you know randomly just want to put someone for not randomly but you know without these opportunity without an op- who normally don't have an opportunity like this can't give them one like that so shout out to summit man um and i think a big reason why there's been so much interest in it is because they have just been inviting like they've invited gluto for the last couple summits they've been inviting more japanese players proto obviously um zach ray before and uh Akola. uh and akola as well yeah so akola I think, and proto are this year for this yeah year. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah i kind of wanted awesome. to if y'all have any other questions after me maybe we could go around the horn i kind of wanted to ask jackal about like his his journey with wolf as a character and like because i feel like things have 
changed like a handful of times over the year for the character. And like some of these changes have been pretty dramatic and Jackal has pretty much played exclusively Wolf for, for the whole time. So I'd really like to, for you to just go through your journey with the character. Cause I feel like, um, like I said, like I have a lot of Wolf experience myself and, you know, Ultimate's meta obviously shifts a lot. There's a lot of players. There's a lot of characters. And Wolf has shifted around a lot, of course, with that. So I would, I would just like to ask about your journey with Wolf because obviously I know a lot about it. Um, talking with you and playing with you and playing Wolf myself. So I feel like it, it could be an interesting um, thing for, for everyone to hear as well. Well, so I think I guess I'll just start with the fact that I think playing Wolf was the best thing I could have done for myself as a player, like ever. Um, because like Smash Bros. Sonic, I, I was really good at what he did and I understood the game, I think pretty well, but he, there's certain things that like those kind of characters don't teach you as well. Um, or kind of give you a blind eye to just cause out of like pure privilege, like, you know, yeah. like an, an invincible spin dash, like a, you sort of get around certain things that other characters wouldn't be able to, but I think, um, <laughs> I, I think Wolf, like as a as a concept, is very based on how good are like you specifically, because um, the way, the way I, the, yeah the, the way I view him has always been um, well actually at the start I just thought he was broken that's why I picked him up was I saw I saw you play Cosmos at um at Frostbite like the first Ultimate Frostbite and <laughs> I was very disillusioned with playing Pichu and I was like you know what I'm just doing it. I'm gonna pick 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 broken shit and just go with it from here. Um, but especially as the years go on, I realize like Wolf has a tool for everything, but he does not like he doesn't excel at a lot of the things that would make the game a lot like easier on the brain and most except for like damage output. But especially as time goes on, and people get better at the matchup and people get working around his tools. People get better not getting killed as early or um, not getting like opened up by his pressure as easily. So what I had to figure out, especially coming into like 2020, 2021 meta was how am I going to, one, be able to keep up with DLC characters, and two, how am I going to be able to um, open up people that are used, to, like, that play this character, have been playing against this character in spades for years now. So a lot of it was developing, like, ways to uh, mix people up without them being able to react or creating, like, new ideas to, like, really confuse people. I guess the best biggest example I could give is um, if you if you watch me play, a lot of times you see me go for, like, uh, like full hop land like tilts um wolf's aerials are except for down air are all around the same speed so it's always made parrying really good against him so the way yes. i had to how to open up people that were like standing parry a lot or had really fast out of shield options was like getting really really good at working around their their actual shield like uh, doing drop down tomahawk um like spacing aer aerials well on the shield or just like getting really ambiguous mix-ups in um, and then obviously, like, as time goes on, especially his combo game, I've been trying to develop more. Uh, but yeah, it's just about a lot of, like, I'll either learn about a flaw by myself as a player, or I'll see a flaw in the character, and then have to sort of get really, sometimes really, really out of the box on how to fix this kind of thing. Because it's hard. It's hard, like, I don't have, um, I can't place blocks. I, I can't, you know, <laughs> ram ram two frame like you know there's a lot that has to sort of develop conceptually rather than just like having a straight up answer in the game having to trick people's like minds and stuff like that yeah so yeah. i just think it's really developed me as a as a talent and um i still believe in the character so i think he's he still has a long a, a bit of a ways to go before i think he's like fully uh figured out yeah i feel like we've had a lot of interesting conversations like 
because it's not like we're always like in the lab talking about how to make wolf the the best he can be but we'll always have occasional like just little things and just little changes that wolf can do or like like really diving into a specific move and i feel like it's really interesting like having those conversations and then seeing you seeing you play it out and figure it out yourself and or putting your Mm -hmm. own twist on it um you know it's similar to a, a talk i had with uh with gluto gluto and i gluto and i did like a little wario um discussion with larry on his stream and um just talking to him about like you know two people who are experienced with the same character and like you know talking things out and then seeing them put it up put it on the screen and like you know diving into weird matchups or weird moves or situations and like you said, a lot of these people have been playing against Wolf for so many years now that, like, um, for better or worse, it's just it's changing a lot of the your own decisions as a player and just changing up your play style. And another thing you said is the uh, most DLC characters that get released are better than everyone else. So it's like <laughs> you have to work around that. It's tough. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Even like the the era of Pocket Wolf, like you mentioned earlier tweak just wolf has changed so much as yes. a character and we talked a little bit about it when we had the genesis episode because gluto's pocket wolf got like completely washed it yes. was just like it's just like put this thing back in the time machine where it came from you know what i mean yeah. like so it and i know me and jackal actually talked pretty recently about like can solo wolf do it you know in this environment in this meta when it all comes down to it is this character strong enough to survive right and i i do think wolf is strong enough to survive in this current meta you got to work a little hard you have to start maybe bringing out some of these confirms that are harder to do the one to two frame links you know trying to set up like falling up or into back airs and stuff like that from your combo game i don't think you necessarily need it but at the same time i do think you need it just because of how overtuned the other characters you're fighting are right so it's like i mean you could just be that much better of a player or you can kind of compensate that gap or just you know that that skill gap uh wherever it may be with some of your conversions right so that i mean that's been a classic thing about smash where it's like oh well if i just hit harder than you i don't need to win as much (laughs) right that's like a very base concept and there's been players throughout history that have rode that concept throughout multiple games by the way right whether it be like infiniting you with ice climbers in brawl or wobbling you in melee like that's always been a thing in smash where it's like what's my return and i do think wolf in my opinion i actually think wolf is the hardest spacey to play um it kind of depends on like what your definition of hard is it feels like it's completely like flipped but right because wolf used to be the cookie cutter right i agree with you i agree with you but it's just it's just flipped it's crazy right right but like if you think playing fast is really hard then like fox in your perspective would be the hardest Basically yeah. to play, but Fox's base concepts and his base like win conditions are simple. It's just you need to react really well. You need to play very fast, right? Whereas to Wolf, I think Wolf has a lot harder things to do in like in terms of like one yeah. frame links. It's just to, more like, ambiguous and vague and, too. Sometimes, yeah. like it's yeah. not as like it's not in your face for some of the the solutions to the problems you'll run into. And mm-hmm. I like what you talked about with like pocket characters because. That has changed so much. Well, one, the characters in the game are different. And two, like the characters that were the best pocket picks like just aren't anymore. I feel like pocket picks are actually not as simple as as they were in Smash 4. Definitely not. 
Like, uh, I've been playing Wario my whole life, but I can't just pick him anymore. I um, used to be able to do that. I used to be able to just pick him after not practicing and I could win. Well, now I'm, I've been playing him for a couple weeks and I'm still nervous going into my next tournament. And I've been playing this character since I was like 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of that is relative roster size, obviously. And overall, I think maybe more importantly than that is the balance of the game, right? Because yeah. before, pocket the, the traditional pocket character is Pocket Cloud, right? And probably yeah. second was Bayo after that, you know? So at a certain they point, were just it's the like, best, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the best in this game, like Pocket Pyramithor makes a ton of sense to me. You know what I'm saying? You know what else makes a ton of sense to me is Pocket Game of Watch. And that's because. Excellent. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Pocket Cloud. Yeah. Pocket Game Watch makes a lot of sense to me for the reasons you just listed. He's easy to play and he also has a place in the meta. Like, he's not the best character by any means, but he has his specific counter picks that you go into. Mm-hmm. And he makes those matchups such nightmares that you don't need him to do anything crazy to compete if you're fighting against someone who's around your level, you know? So, yeah, yeah it is. But it used to be, especially the beginning of Ultimate, Pocket Wolf was the thing. Because down smash killed you at 30. You know what I mean? Like, all right, well, he's fucking sick. He's a great character anyway. Laser is broken in the beginning of Ultimate. And also, oh yeah, if I hit you with down smash, you're just dead anyway. Like, it just doesn't matter. But obviously... Uh, what's that? He was glitched. What, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, so at, the start so. of, uh, or at the start of Ultimate, if you would air dodge and then wolf flash, it had no lag. So if for, you land for, on stage, yeah. Yeah, so say for example, right, uh, you were shielding at ledge and versus wolf recovery, which a lot, a lot of people do because he has really big hitbox to recover, especially early ultimate with his old upbeat. Um, if you would wolf flash into somebody's shield, you would get a guaranteed grab, or if you down, like, you could get a guaranteed wolf flash down smash on their shield, or just instant break full shields. <laughs> um, so that, yeah, that helped. Let's play but, the first uh, version of ultimate. This, this is not tight. Shoto suck. I can oh, guarantee oh. shield break with wolf. That's uh, it. I'm voting for Ashimo. Just sit back and relax. <laughs> I've had enough. That's it. I've had enough. I know. What did yeah. Chuck say? He said nerf can. I hate that. <laughs> what you uh, did. You upset Parker. Also, about uh, about pocket characters, I think a big reason why a lot of pocket characters, a lot of people don't find that much success with pockets or it's just hard for people to pick up pockets is I think the way they balance characters in this game is, uh, one, they're either really mechanically weird, so they, they're really hard to just play as pockets. Like, pocket sleeve would be way more common if he made sense to, like, 99% of the player base, but no yeah, one knows right. it play him he's a different uh, game that's a good so. point yeah min, min as well like i think me and gavin have both separately talked about wanting to have a pocket min, min because she makes the like she makes certain things a lot easier but you have to play special stick to even play the character um uh, and then <laughs> yeah. but the thing is i think the other group of characters like the more traditional top tiers i th- um there are a lot of like what makes them strong is a lot of nuance and a lot of like really specific things about them. So you you need to fully understand the character and like how they interact in matchups and just picking somebody out of nowhere like Wolf or Joker or something like that, or even like Wario, like Gavin said. It's really hard if you don't know everything or if you're rusty or if you're not playing well that day. Yeah. So it's just it, it's it's a lot of work that most people don't have the time for or don't have the energy for. I feel like it's not even something we're necessarily against, right? Because it kind of makes the game of like more beautiful at least to me that like a lot of the time people come full circle and they just stick it out with what they love and this the whole like you know pocket thing i'm sure the viewers can attest to this too right like like i'm sure like you know sticking it out with your favorite character being the being the objectively better option currently in ultimate that's pretty cool (laughs) very not like other smash games let's just yes and i think (laughs) we'll word it nicely for sure yeah 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 yeah. and i think uh what has brought up earlier too just 
you know, Pocket Smash 4 Cloud. One of the big reasons why that was the pocket across any Smash game. I mean, in Brawl, there was like Pocket Meta Knight and Ice Climbers too. But like, um, <laughs> I think I think Cloud was a character that was so simple. Like, you didn't have to learn no chain grabs. You didn't have to like play this character with five jumps and yeah. godlike neutral. It was just like, oh, do you know how to space backward aerial? Oh. No. I do know how to space backward aerial. Wow, you too can just cover all your bad matchups with the flick of this wrist. You know what I mean? And you just like <laughs> and you just back air the shit out of people. You reversal up air people. You can't people out with limit. It was so simple, so effective, and so overtuned. Right. It, so I mean, so many like, things. Yeah. Like, right. And remember that, down air too, like free. Free get at a disadvantage button if they didn't know how to deal with it. Like it was just yeah. see ya. Like that's it. YouTube King auto canceling, like the the full yep. hop down airs and stuff like that. Like that's right bro. That was the day I knew Cloud was so broken because Mutagen goes, I finally found my character in Smash 4. I was like, this yeah. motherfucker, he's broken. Like, <laughs> gotta be broken. Gotta be broken. Right? Mutagen goes, I love this character. I, I like, just yep, clicked so we well with him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just this makes sense. So I was it like, feels like it feels like man. Melee Marth. Come yes. On, like we, like we, uh, we a lot of things like like down air and just Finishing touch, like you, you yeah. hit like a random aerial, and they died at thirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, and you had limit forever, obviously. So we don't need to get <laughs> yeah. into that. But I think kind of getting towards the end of the episode here. I think the final word, you know, it's got to go to Jude. What do you, what do you say, Jackal? People want to hear from you. Why should they vote for you? Why should they spend their hard-earned money on you? What do you got to say? Um, uh, so I think if you, if you want reasons, so that's why I think you should support my summit campaign. Um, I've. One, I've been around for a while now. I've been competing since 2015, um, when I was 14 years old. Um, I've always, like, been a really, like, always part of my local scene. Always, like, sort of try to give back in that way. And then also just, like, I play a character that only has a few, like, top reps at this point that a lot of people tend to enjoy watching uh, in Wolf. I think it's, like, me, Ouch, Moxie, and, like, a few of the Japanese Wolves. Um, and then I have, a, like... I have some fun uh so donate like donation incentives that, that are up on my twitter uh and yeah i mean if you want to watch me play if you liked hearing me talk today or just and you know want to support somebody that's been around for a few years now uh it would be much appreciated vote for jude vote for jackal <laughs> definitely vote for let's, jackal let's go jackal you're definitely a wolf Bundy's <laughs> Wolf, you deserve more chances to shine. Obviously, you, yes. you're committed to the community. You play really hard every time you play. You perform very well when you get to tournaments. So let's see. Like like Tweak said, I've only seen you play against a handful of players. Let's let's expand that a little bit. Let's get you get you up there. That's Absolutely. how I feel. And Summit's and perfect for that. Like in yeah. and outside of the bracket event, like it's it's just smash for a few days. Like it's a it's a really good experience, and I I think it would be great to see you there. Yeah, and also just being a longtime member of the community, I think a lot of people will hear that statement and kind of brush it off. But honestly, and this is just, you know, coming from all of us that's been to Summit before, right? Like when someone gets on the couch and you know them, it's a lot easier to, you know, find that chemistry and have a, a lot of good times, a lot of funny times, a lot of serious times with all the different matches going on. So I think there's so much potential when Jackal comes to Summit just on the couch perspective, on on the sticks perspective, right? And also just for Jackal as well, just getting that experience playing all the different uh, friendlies through, I mean, it's essentially like a week-long boot camp as well, right? So yeah. there's a ton yeah, of extra content word. that other players and commentators will also be getting as well, and Jude will probably be a part of that. So I think it's just overall a great experience for everyone here and everyone at home. So 
Jackal for Summit. Let's go. Thank you. Reed. I think that about wraps it up. Thank you so much for watching, y'all. And thanks for uh thanks to Jackal for being on the show. Peace Thank out. For having me. See ya.